Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 125. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Behold podcast. I'm so glad that you are with me here today. In the moment, it can be really hard sometimes for us to see truth. Our brain is swirling with thoughts, and they all seem really big and true. Suddenly, any semblance of peace is gone. Our brain is so worried and stressed and upset. Today, we're going to talk about training our brain to find truth. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, you have told us that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Help us to keep to keep our minds focused on you, to take our thoughts captive for you and for truth. Shine your light on the lies that we believe and give us the courage to change them. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> in John 14, 6, Jesus says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. We know that God is who he says he is. If Jesus says that he is the truth, then he is. We want to follow Jesus. We want to be at peace. But we forget to do that. We forget that we need to unite our entire lives to him. Here at Behold, we often talk about taking our thoughts captive for Christ. And to do this, we use a tool that helps us to recognize how our thoughts eventually lead to our outcomes. And I've taught this tool in much more detail in episodes 3 and 50 and 105. But basically, your thoughts lead to your emotions. Your emotions will elicit a response. This means that you'll act or you'll not act. And then based on that response, you'll have an outcome. If we were going to unite our lives to Christ, it can't just be in our actions. It has to be in our very thoughts. If we're going to unite our thoughts to Christ, then our thoughts need to reflect Christ. In other words, our thoughts need to be rooted in truth. This seems obvious. Of course, I want to think things that are true. We think our brain wouldn't lie. But the fact is, our brain lies a lot. Our brain's function is to keep us safe. It wants to protect us. So the thoughts our brain gives us often are coming from that place and therefore will give us thoughts that are not true. Let's do a little example. Brains don't like new things. So when a new experience comes up, our brain will give us thoughts that might not be true. Thoughts like, I can't do this. I don't know how to figure this out. I don't like new things. These kind of thoughts often stop us or at least slow us down. As I said, our thoughts lead to our emotions. Our emotions elicit a response, and that response will lead to our outcome of any given circumstance. This is just how our brains work. Our thoughts get us our results. The good news is that we have free will, so we get to choose what we think. In our example of a new experience, let's say, for Lent, we decide that we want to do a daily rosary. Maybe we've never said a daily rosary before. This is new. Our brain doesn't like new because one, new is scary. The unknown might not be safe. Where you are right now is safe. Even if where you are right now is not satisfying, your brain still sees it as safe because you are alive. So your brain would rather stay here, even if here is even kind of miserable, because your brain knows that you are safe here. Two, your brain doesn't like new because it is exhausting. 
When something is new, our brain can't check out and go on autopilot. It has to be alert and make new neural pathways. It has to figure things out. This is why when you go on vacation to a new place, the days seem so long. You are fully present. You're taking it all in. Your brain doesn't have the luxury of checking out and following a routine. Your brain wants to work at the greatest level of efficiency. And when something is new, it is rarely efficient. So our brain thinks that new is bad. But is new actually bad? Not usually. In our example, praying a rosary daily for Lent wouldn't be bad. But our brain gives us many thoughts, making us believe that it is. Let's use the thought, I can't do this. Or maybe you have the thought, I don't have the time or energy. I'm not sure how to work it into my schedule. I don't know how I'm going to figure this out. Let's look at that first thought, that I can't do this. When you think, I can't do this, how do you feel? Everyone is going to have just a little bit different feeling, but maybe you feel, maybe you feel like a failure. Maybe you feel resigned to this is just how it is. Maybe you feel hopeless. From these types of feelings, you are not going to respond by starting to do a daily rosary. Instead, you're going to buffer or find something else to do to avoid those feelings. And then when the day ends and you haven't said a rosary, you're going to feel bad and beat yourself up about not sticking to your Lenten promise. When we recognize that we aren't living our life in the way we want, we need to go to the root cause. The root cause is our thoughts. And the first thing we need to ask is, are my thoughts true? When we want to say a rosary every day for Lent and our brain says, I can't do this, first we have to ask, am I in a stress state? Sometimes when we think we can't do something, we go into a stress state. We so badly want to say the rosary daily for Lent, but then we think we can't and we start to spiral in guilt and shame because we aren't keeping our promise to the Lord. That guilt and shame and pressure we are putting on ourselves makes us feel like a wild animal is chasing us. We go into this fight or flight or freeze mode. We can't think clearly or problem solve from this place. So first you have to ask yourself, am I in a stress state? If you are, then you can recognize, okay, I need to calm myself down. And how can I do that? You can take deep breaths. You can remind yourself that you're safe. You can step outside. You can touch your skin. Skin to skin contact releases oxytocin. It's wonderful. Just rubbing your hands, rubbing the skin on your arms, even touching your face. You can hold your hand on your chest, feel your breath. You can cuddle under a heavy blanket, take a drink of water. I talk more about stress responses and how to calm, calm yourself if you are in a stress state in episode 103. So make sure to check that out if you're wondering more about that. But once you are calm, then you can take a look at your thoughts. Is this thought true? Is the thought, I can't do it, true? No, it isn't true. You can do it. There may be something that's standing in your way, but then when we get to this point where we're thinking, yeah, I could do this, then you can identify and problem solve what might be standing in front of you. If you tell yourself you can't do something, your brain will believe you and it will shut down. It isn't going to try to problem solve something it knows that you can't do. But if you can open your mind to the fact that you can do it, your brain will work with you and help you to figure it out. Our brain loves to answer questions. So you can ask, you can even ask your brain, how can I do this? Or what is stopping me from doing this? By asking yourself questions, your brain will give you an answer. 
Maybe you're just not very confident in the rosary. Well, then your brain could problem solve that you could print off a cheat sheet and pray with that until you're more confident. Maybe your brain is sure that you don't have time. You could pull out your calendar and schedule 15 minutes into your day. Maybe you don't think with a house full of little kids that they'll allow you to get a full rosary in. You can break the rosary into decades and say one at a time throughout the day. Suddenly, when you put your brain to work on truth, you're able to problem solve. We want to walk with Christ. If Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, our thoughts have to align with truth. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday. We've entered the desert of Lent. Lent is not always an easy path. Walking through the desert never is. But if you keep close to Christ, your peace will remain through the struggles and challenges. If you notice your peace is slipping, check your thoughts. Are you thinking in lies or in truths? Many of us spend a lot of time thinking in lies, and our brain passes those lies off as truth. We need to discern, we need to be discerning about our thoughts. We need to become aware so we can recognize when lies are coming up in our minds. Then we can take those thoughts captive for Christ so truth will be at the forefront of our feelings and actions. When we do that, then we'll be one step closer to living our lives worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you are enjoying the podcast, please rate and review and share it with a friend. Our world is so full of lies. We all need to begin to recognize that our brains aren't telling us the truth sometimes. And then when we recognize that our thoughts are lies, that's when we can get to a point where we change them. This is exactly what we do in Beckons, the Behold Monthly Life Coaching Membership. If you find that truth is dominating your thoughts, if the truth is not dominating your thoughts, come join us and learn how to flip the switch towards truth. You can make those tools a part of your daily life in a way that becomes so natural. You don't have to be trapped in your current life. God has called you to abundance and joy and peace. And in Beckend, you can find that without changing a single circumstance. Go to beholdyourlife.com slash Beckend for more information. And in the meantime, I will see you next week and I will be praying for you. God bless.